This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast, a, a show where we talk about what we want to for as long as we want to talk about it. And uh, uh, like I said previous weeks, we're not going to be held to any podcasting standards, damn it. So anyway, uh, welcome. This is episode number 366, and we're glad to have you along for the ride. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week is uh, is Brooke and uh, Joe joining us once again. So we've got returning champions coming here. So. Uh, like always, I have to say, find us on Twitch. We do the show every Saturday at 8 p.m. And it's more live there. We have a lot of fun doing this. Currently have about 15 viewers. Say hi, everybody. It doesn't matter if you say hi. hi no one's going to see it. Cause this, this hi, is, everybody. <laughs> this is an audio <laughs> format. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and, of course, you can find us on the new YouTube channel that we have out there. Uh, it's uh, Utah Outcasts Official is what you do for the URL for that one because... Apparently, YouTube doesn't like to relinquish old URLs. They're like, no, we're going to hold on to this forever. So, how uh, are the subscriptions going on that channel? We got about we got about three hundred sixty right no three hundred something right now. Yeah, which is fine because we started a new one. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because the old one was like stuck in the mud. It was just not moving anywhere. So we just abandoned that car and bought a new one, and we're barreling down the road on this one. Same muddy road. So. Same we'll road. see what new car. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Love. Though if this one gets stuck in the mud, we're fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to play, trying to play by the rules. We're doing like if we put this out on YouTube, it has. To, I have to mute, not mute. I, I quack over every every curse word that comes out. I in do the first like minute. the quack. I do like the quack. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> and uh, I mean, audio versions. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna censor anything. Uh, when it comes to like stuff for patrons, I'm not censoring most of that either, unless it's going to be public either. So, but with uh, with YouTube, you have to play it. And you have to not put in naughty keywords that they might look into. You can't label your stuff a certain way. If you use the word atheist, they're like, oh, uh, we're not, we don't like that word. You know. Well, we we don't we don't want them atheists. No, we don't we want, want them. them atheists. We want we want them real Americans. We got we want yes. those Christian nationalists. That's yes. what we want. Yes, <laughs> lay your hands on your monitor and feel the warmth of our spirit. So, hey. yes. So anyway, let's get into what we've been doing for this this past week. Uh, if you joined us on the live stream, you would have heard my story of me having one of my greatest days ever. <laughs> And I'll just I'll give you guys the short of which on this there one. is no proof. So we don't know <laughs> yeah. if it really was the greatest. Story. I mean, I am a good storyteller. So <laughs> except I forget where I'm going a lot of the time. <laughs> anyway, I, I bowled my best game. <laughs> I dunked on some kids in laser tag and I uh, I passed like six cars go karting and there's only like eight cars in the whole thing. So it was great because I'm a big <laughs> fat guy driving this tiny little go kart. Just passing the fucking kids left and right, and each one of them going, "Hey!" Whenever you go past them, did any of them start crying? No, but a couple of them tried to run me into the goddamn wall. You know, <laughs> fucking kids, man! I swear to God, and it's not kids. Little kids are there to have fun, and I like hanging out with little kids. 
It's the tweenagers. It's the tweenagers, oh. and they're sh- they're shitty on purpose. And it's just like I I, w- I half expected one of them to co- like like start mouthing off to me about something, <laughs> and I was trying to be hey hey hey, I have fucked, <laughs> and I make a lot of money. What have you done with your life? <laughs> what the fuck do you think you're? How are you gonna bring me down? Oh, you're fat. No shit, really. <laughs> That comes from opulence, you dumb yeah. shit. You know, <laughs> you figured it out all by yourself now, didn't you? Oh, you're 12. Just wait till your fucking metabolism I was stops say, there, wait buddy. Till you yeah. hit wait till you hit 30, kid. <laughs> 30? Wait till you hit 21. Oh, and your parents are bringing you up not to like have any kind of fun at all. So you're going to do all the crazy shit at once. You're, you're going like, to be like those Amish like, kids. Let me talk to you about repression. <laughs> Ooh, love it. So, yeah, I had a fun week uh, dunking on kids. That was kind of fun. But the main thing I wanted to talk about is I I found myself crying a lot this week. <laughs> I've been I've been consuming more media because I've had more free time because I, I did a lot of the work ahead of time. And I'm like, hey, I don't have to do anything on the show this weekend. Fucking hey, I mean, it's great. I'm going to I'm just going to watch this movie. So I, I ended up watching um, the 2012 version of uh, Les Mis. The movie version. Ooh. And I refuse. I haven't seen the stage play, so this was my first introduction to it, and I felt like there was a lot wrong. <laughs> you know, like, whoa, this music is not matching up with the singing that they're doing here. What, What is going on? And I'm like, it's fine, because I got the idea of the story, and I cried like a fucking baby with Anne Hathaway. She deserved that fucking Oscar, people. <laughs> but you don't, make your, you don't make your songstress cry when she's singing, because that ruins their voice, man. <laughs> it was I- good. It was good. So one of my Russell Crowe. So here's the thing. Who should ja- have known better? Javert is one of my all. So I'm a musical theater nerd. Oh, you'll Javert, fit right in here. <laughs> Javert is one yeah. of my all-time favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I heard his version of "Stars," which is one of the most oh, brilliant songs of yeah. any musical theater yeah. anywhere ever written, and I couldn't even make it through, and I was so mad, and I'm like, I will. I don't care how good Hugh Jackman is because Hugh Jackman is a great actor and he's a very woo, okay, and so he's a very good singer. I will never see the movie. He went from this to uh, Greatest Showman. Oh, which is awesome. And Greatest Showman was like two hundred percent better Hugh Jackman than what we got in this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's bad. But Eddie Redmayne does a good job singing. Amanda Seyfried does yeah, a good job yeah. singing. But it was like it just didn't quite come together because. And I found out I didn't know this when I watched it. They mic'd everybody and they had them live sing in the scenes yeah. instead of them dubbing over with the singing. So was there like a lot of background noise and stuff? No, they, they tried their or best did... to deaden everything, but it was like some scenes where you have like the revolt happening where there's like yeah. 26 different people singing. Every one of them had like a fucking oh mic. My God. Yeah. And they, weren't, they, were, and they weren't singing along with the orchestration because it was a silent set and they were listening in on earpieces. To like a piano player so they didn't have the proper or it was it's a fucking nightmare you know I, after hearing about that i'm like okay well that makes sense why this scene didn't work you know, you know? so if you want to lo- so the music so you can watch they did a, a concert of uh limas mm-hmm. at royal albert hall um just watching that concert where they do the entire thing right yeah. and it's a lot of the uh the prominent uh actors that played in the roles. Yeah. Just watch the concert and it will be yeah, much better. A million times yeah. better. So what yeah. I found out is that it was the the property owner for this uh stage production 
that was not the French version because they made an English dub of it. And that's the one that made it rich instead of the French version, right? So they translated the version to English and it's some asshole in England that has the rights to this whole thing. And so he's like, we're not going to be able to do this movie unless we do like it live. And so that's like the whole thing he wanted to do. And so it's a it's a mess. No. But like the the scene at the very end where Anne Hathaway comes to Jean Valjean yes. Yes. and, you know, is going to oh. escort him to heaven. I fucking was crying like a baby watching that whole scene. Well, because the was, stage, was, the stage production, I'm sure it's is better. just oh, that scene is just overwhelming. Yeah. And Felicia's not here to talk yeah. about this. She loves Les Mis. So Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> hey, thank you for following feet pics. <laughs> no, it really is. I've seen the stage production 12 times. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this was, was my first I think time. 12 times. I never listened to the soundtrack, never caught the Broadway, <sighs> never caught any of that stuff. I just watched it because it's, my kids like musical theater and I'm going to share this with it's them. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And so God, I, we did I've that. I've seen it in the Pantages here. Oh, I saw it at the Pantages. <laughs> yep. So I love the pantages. There's that. It's beautiful. And then we went on uh, Thanksgiving Day to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. And by Act 3, I was crying like a fucking baby at certain parts. And I'm not going to tell you what it is or I've anything. Heard, I've heard that. I've heard that it's very touching. But if you... Like, I have... And I'm getting misty from it right now. I... I, my first movie remember like memories that I have were three movies when I was growing up. First three movies that I can remember watching when my parents dragged me to the theater when I was too young to see these things. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ra- not Raiders of the Lost Ark, but the sequel, the second one, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Don't take a fucking four year old to that movie, man. <laughs> oh, that Dune. Be a little bit traumatized. So Dune. Dune. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I they they expected me to sleep through most of these movies, but I stayed up and watched a lot of them. So. <laughs> And then I remember seeing Ghostbusters when I was a little fucking kid, you yeah. know, and that scared the shit out of me as a kid. You know, I've been I had I had the demon and ghost fear for a long time after that. Anytime like something moves in a movie scene where there's nothing there to move it. I'm like, oh, you know, uh-huh. no fucking reason why I should feel that way because I don't believe in any of this stuff. But yeah. it still gives you that feeling. But so Ghostbusters growing up for me was one of those movies where it was tied to my childhood. Yep. And I watched the Ghostbusters series, the cartoon series. Uh-huh. The real Ghostbusters, oh man, they used to give me nightmares watching some episodes of that, but I still loved it. And they had the arcade game that came out. And you, I used to remember me and friends in school, we would make up our own artwork about, you know, oh, expanded universe nice. Ghostbusters stuff, you know, like the whole trap on wheels thing that you see in the trailer. I'm like, we thought of that. That'd be a great <laughs> idea. You know, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard it is a fantastic movie for fans. Yeah. It, it, if you're. My kids never really cared much for it, but they enjoyed the hell out of it. So even for people off the street, they're going to like it. But if you're if you're a Ghostbusters fan, holy shit, man, (laughs) especially because there's send ups to Harold Ramis because he was the guy that brought. Yeah, he brought Ghostbusters to the world with uh, Ivan Reitman. And so it's nice to see it getting the proper treatment that it deserves. And it's nice to see Harold one more time. So it's just that's all I'm going to say. And just God damn it. <laughs> like I was I was yeah. sobbing in the theater. My wife's like, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, fine. I'm fucking fine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm the worst the at crying first in movie you too. got to see was Temple of Doom. The very first movie dad took me to see was Vincent Price in The Tangler. I love Vincent Price. And <laughs> Vincent Price this, in The Tangler. And yes. this is yeah. a William Castle movie. Yep. And it's William Castle always had the gimmick. And this one, it was Percepto, where the shockers were put in certain seats. Yes. Oh, yeah. You told yep. us about that one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Dad sat in the seat with the Percepto. So when Vincent Price said, scream, scream for your lives, and the screen goes dark, and Dad, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting next to him, and oh, Jesus Christ. Shucks, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed. Dad's co-workers First movie were there. I remember they saw e. Dad, and they never let him forget it. I don't think I've never yeah, sat through and e. I, I know I've seen E.T. E.T. was the in first, bits, but was, I've never seen it all the way through. Yeah, that was the first. That was like my first. And I became instantly obsessed. And E.T. still scares the, the shit theme, out of me. The, <laughs> the theme, because I love John Williams, right? Yeah. This is where I was introduced to John Williams. And anytime the E.T. theme would play, because it was very popular once yeah. the movie came out, like even in the I remember uh, Christmas shopping and it was in like the mall and I would make whoever was with me stop. <laughs> and listen to the entire song because it, I just loved that song. And I still, I have no idea how many times I've seen that movie and I still cry at the end. <laughs> it's like, that's the, that's probably the one that I have the biggest connection with. Now I had a, I had CDs that I got as presents when, you know, the nineties were a thing. Mm -hmm. Like my first CD was a uh, stone temple pilots, uh, purple <laughs> album. Good fucking album. Yeah. And then like there was a couple other ones like us um uh the the Soundgarden album with Spoonman on. It. I can't remember what the name Spoon of it was. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like the one that I bought with my own money, aside from the Simpsons sing the blues, don't judge me. That's a terrible fucking album. Was uh the Jurassic Park soundtrack. And that was an everyday thing I on my CD soundtrack. player. <laughs> I love that soundtrack. <sighs> Good I think the times, first man. one I bought was probably Depeche Mode. Violator? Violator. Yeah. That's, oh, that's one of my all-time favorite <laughs> albums. And I was a kid. Yeah. So I grew up in a very in a very Mormon household. Mm. And uh they probably oh, no, gave you the I side got eye. that I got that for <laughs> Christmas for my sister, who because I had been asking for it. Nobody in my family knew what that album was. Mm. And so I'm like eleven, I think. <laughs> and I got it for Christmas and I would listen to it with my Walkman because I knew Can't I would play get, that out loud. I would get in so much trouble the second somebody heard like personal Jesus. Yeah. I mean, they had most every album they had was good, but that one was especially good. It's like, <laughs> it's like tears for fears songs from the big chair. Like that's just the album. Yeah. Anyways, it, for me, it was Frank Zappa's breakout in the LP. And I had to not hide weasels it. ate my face. I no, I had to hide it. <laughs> Because mom and dad just simply had Broadway soundtracks or classical music <laughs> I had or a opera. I had a section in a drawer. <laughs> I think it was my underwear drawer. Where in the back I had I had my Depeche Mode. I had The Wall, Pink Floyd. And I had uh, Metallica, Ride the Lightning, and Master of Puppets. Oh, wow. <laughs> All like hidden. <laughs> like under my clothes. So nobody would find them. See, I, I did the whole <laughs> hiding albums in plain sight kind of thing. So like when I started getting into Guar in like '93, <laughs> I just didn't tell them. You know, I, I would <laughs> yeah. go out and I'd buy it, but like I'm mean, here, here they're hearing songs like Salamanizer coming from my room, where or Sick of You, or you know, um, <laughs> what the hell is this Toilet Earth? You know, <laughs> <Or> just <laughs> I had so I, I so Guar. my first my first husband when we when we first started dating, so he was uh he was into death metal, ah, and okay. we were listening to. I don't even remember who it was, but he had made a tape for me <laughs> and I was still living with my parents at the time and I was like 20, but I was listening to this tape while I was doing dishes and my dad came in and picked up the tape player mm -hmm. and he's like, what's wrong with the tape player? <laughs> 
And I was like, no, that's just the music. He's like, this is not music. Turn it off. I was like, okay. Okay, dad. Okay. Because you kind of had to. Can't listen to that again out loud. (laughs) They were really happy when I married him. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Oh, man. So that's my week. What do you... Je, uh, Joe or Brooke, what have you guys been up to? Anything good? You told me the story about the gas station. I don't know if you want to tell oh, that one so, too much. But. Yeah, so coming here, <laughs> coming here, um, I went to the gas station to get some water, coffee, and some gas. So anyone who's local, I went to the uh, to the Maverick over by the Smith's Ballpark. So there where, is, That's where the bees play, people. Yes, where the bees play. Yep. Um, there are... There's a big uh, unhoused population in that area. Yeah, because they shuffled them all from downtown. And they well, and they shut down. They've anyways. They shut down. The, they shut the, down shelters. Although they're yeah. opening that new one. The yeah, old but hotel. It's bullshit. But it's only like three hundred beds. They moved it out of downtown Salt yes. Lake because there was prime real estate, and they wanted yep. to develop it instead of you know having the homeless yep. shelter there. Yeah, fucking Utah, man. I swear to God, it's... for for a Christ centric town as we claim themselves to be. There's no milk of human kindness no. in any one of these no. assholes. It's it's frustrating. It's always the secular people or the the, the non-religious yeah. people or the Christians that aren't Mormon. Yeah, you know, it's the non-Mormons. But um, they so I went in to get you know some coffee and water and stuff, and this uh, this um, unhoused lady comes in. She has a big, huge bag, like a not a like a duffel bag. Yeah, and so she's walking around. And looking at the cashier occasionally. So the cashier is like, nope, you got to leave. Like, You're being too shady. You're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you, your behavior is that you are going to steal something. And um, while she was uh, having this, this lady leave, this other guy had come in. And he was getting mad at the cashier for kicking this lady out. And telling her that she should have more compassion for people and all the stuff. And she's like, I, <laughs> I just work- fucking work. She's here, like, man. <laughs> I have worked here for quite a while. She's like, I know suspicious behavior when I see it and all the stuff. Anyway, so this guy was kind of getting a little righteous on her. Um, and then he left. So I go to check out and then she just kind of starts dumping on me. And she's like. I've worked here for so long. She's like, and I know my usuals. And, like, hey, lady, and if you don't my have to justify usual, yourself. She's like, you know? she's like, and when my usuals come in, if they don't have the money, I pay for it. Like, and she just kept going seriously for at least five minutes. And I'm just like, I got to be somewhere. I gotta go. <laughs> and she just kept talking and talking. And I started walking. I didn't tell you this part. I started walking out and she's following me and she's still talking. Oh, no. As I walk out. I hate door. that so much. <laughs> and I finally just looked at her. I'm like, all right, well, have a good night. I'm just going to go get some gas now. And then she kind of stands out there and then she sees the guy who had uh, been preaching to her, basically. And he was getting his car jumped because his battery was dead or whatever. And Yeah, you're so fucking righteous now yeah, needing help yeah, from other people. Yeah, needing help. And then, so I gas up and I leave and a block later, I see the same guy whose car had died again. So... I was oh, so like, well, not just a battery problem. Then. No, it's Alternator not just battery. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I was just like, lady, you're the one that works here. Like, it's your call. You don't need to explain it to me. But she just kept talking and talking. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I like, need dude, you, you need to. to I need you to, to stop talking and stop following me. You're creeping me out. Like, dude, with the bad car, you need to not run your your fan at all. You need oh to turn gosh. off your CD player. <laughs> well, and it was just, it was so rude. Like, 
you don't know the fucking yeah, the people, score here, man. People, yeah, and it's <laughs> that's another thing that happens a lot in Utah is you got holier than thou assholes oh that roll into gosh. every place. You know, so bad, <laughs> so bad. And I'm like, yeah, and, and then yeah, I'm like, well, I don't stop and help people that need a jump. I'm sorry if I'm by myself. I am not stopping <laughs> for anybody because my safety's not worth it. I'm sorry if that makes me a bad person, but no, it, it makes me an alive person. <laughs> so. I there's that there's a lot of times and my wife and I talked about this one earlier this week where it's like I see people walking like long distance sometimes I'm like obviously there's not a goddamn thing on this road that where you're walking from and I want to stop and I'll be like hey do you need a ride yeah but at the same time John Wayne Gacy was a thing you know <laughs> yeah and so I don't want them to think hey this guy's gonna take me home rape me and then bury me in, in his fucking basement I watch way too much forensic files right to pick and that's what my wife says she's like She's like, I would offer to do that, but I don't want to be the victim. And I'm like, hey, I, and I don't want to be claimed that I'm going to be some sort of guy doing this whole thing because I totally look like the dude would, would, would wear fucking clown makeup and be nice to the neighbors about stuff. That's you what know? you should do for Halloween next year. John, John Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, just, yeah dress, dress up like a clown. Yeah. Oh, It's not hard to be Pogo the Clown. It's you know? not. You just have to get that good, creepy smile. Yeah. People yeah, who people don't see that on video. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. You missed a good. Go to weird the YouTube. Fucking, subscribe to the channel. Like I got a poop smile. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what about you? Uh, You've been up to anything this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, for an interesting funny. time, go listen to his story on the live stream this week. Uh, you have to be a patron to hear it, unless it's uh, twenty twenty two about the chess game. And I'm not going to give you any uh, more than no, that. No, but no, some, no, uh, no, no, we we don't want to. Uh, some lysergic acid was part of this, <laughs> so I'm just. At least I think some that's what people it's called. call me the space cowboy. No, your name's Maurice. Some people call me Maurice. Of the pomposity of love. All right, back to your story. We're losing the young people. No, I was born after 1980. I don't know what this reference is. How do you not know okay. fucking Steve Miller? That, that I would think me. everybody would know Steve, especially that, that one song. song. That song plays on every yeah. Muzak station in like every retail oh. store. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Oh. So anyway, yeah, I've been seeing Mr. Doctor and Mr. Doctor and Mr. Meter doesn't love me anymore. So they're trying something, and. uh we had Friendsgiving on Thursday, so I made a couple of vegan dishes because we have a, about 20 of us that got together. We couldn't get together last year, but we yeah. finally got together this year. Everybody had to flash their um, little things that, that we get to have on our iPhones here in in Los Angeles. And we yeah. get to show our uh, we get to show our. Uh, Come on, come on. You get to see your little uh, vaccinations there. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so we had a wonderful meal. I brought, I made some uh, Mexican street corn with jalapenos. I love And then I made some green beans and then I shaved some black truffles and put some almonds in them. Nobody touched those. That's fancy. There's a there's a Mexican street corn place right outside my neighborhood. <laughs> so good. They have uh, all oh. the Mexi snacks that you want to get to. Mm. So like they have the oh yeah the good the good chips and the 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 fresh yeah. strawberries well, with cr I, real cream. I made you know. them for the vegans, and of course the vegans don't touch them. So but I get a Kringle, <laughs> which is a big round Danish, and I brought that for dessert. And that, of course everybody starts munching on that. 
And we're, we're talking at dinner. And what do we wind up talking about? We wind up talking about 60s TV shows that we absolutely thought were the worst of all. <laughs> and we wound up spending 30 minutes talking about this show, which is the ugliest girl in town, which replaced uh -oh. guy. Oh, oh no! We lost replaced the what? Girl in town. What did Repla it replace? It replaced Batman because I, I talked okay. about it. So. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Anyway, it's about this guy who uh, decides to help his brother because his brother was shooting pictures for a British magazine, and uh, unfortunately, the uh, brother's film got messed up. <laughs> so he puts on. He dresses up as a hippie. This British executive thinks he's a girl, and he hires. The guy to be a model. It's entirely so too much premise it's like already. Bosom buddies. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. What and happened to the guy that was Tom Hanks' co-star on that one? You know? <laughs> Obscurity. Obscurity. He's dead, Jim. Oh shit. My, I feel bad. No, I don't feel bad. People die. <laughs> He's dead, Jim. It happens. Right. So it happens. We started thinking, and we started, and somebody remembered the theme song for this, and I'm saying. Oh God! We're talking about this piece of crap show <laughs> that nobody is going to remember. <laughs> Who's because got that's... that fabulous face? Nope. The ugliest girl in. I don't town. want a DMCA strike, so because <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how that song sounded. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I, in fact, I embellished it. It was better than. So anyway, the big highlight next week is that I get a tooth extraction because a crown broke and there's still some roots up there. So oh, I no. take the roots out. <laughs> Yay well, for root canal. Yeah, yeah, I had one of those a couple of weeks one. ago and it was bad. <laughs> and I think I have one of the crowns that he said, well, I might have got a little bit close to the, uh, the, the, the root on that one. So if you ever experience any pain from me, we want to make sure you come in and... Uh, we're gonna have to do a root canal on that one, and I'm like, let me tell you, I got so, so I've I've had in pain in this tooth since like I had oh. the crown done on it, and I'm gonna fucking deal with it because I've had two root canals. Oh, I've only had one, and those fucking suck. <laughs> There's no amount of numbness it's, you can do. Oh, it's for, as for me, it's fine for, until, until the yeah, until everything wears off, and then all of a sudden, oh. it's like everything <laughs> just uh -huh. your whole face hurts. No, yeah. the, the last couple times I've had one done, like. They can't get it. I you have to like nerve block my face to get it numb, so you can actually work on the tooth. Yeah. And so when they go for like the the cleaning the fucking root out of there. Oh no, you can feel it. I can feel it. <gasps> and yeah. I'm like I am gr like knuckle gripping onto the seats and yes. moaning in the seat like. <laughs> They're like, what? I can't understand you. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty goddamn apparent. I'm in pain there, buddy. <laughs> Uh, he's like almost there, almost we're, we're, done. We're, we're talking. Look, we're talking serious Ohio players. Ooh. <laughs> Is it my no, thank you. That's bad. It's bad, yo. Don't uh, younger people listening to this. If you happen to be a younger person, do don't, all that you can. Every six months, go to the dentist. Get your get your dental checkup as often as you can, yes. and brush yes. at least once a day. I'm not gonna Floss. be. I'm not gonna be the Floss. asshole. It's like you need to brush three times a day. Fuck that. No one's got time for that. My my, my stuff as is often hereditary. as you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad. My dad had I fucking horrible teeth. teeth and my dad had partial dentures by forty. So mine mine had uh. Peri I'm pretty good. He had periodontal disease. Oh, mom, where, 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 where the yes. gums yep. start to rot away, yeah. and yep. so. They had to cut off like gums and shit, so like you could see teeth like all the way up, and it's oh just God. like, ah, you look like a scarecrow, Dad. What the <laughs> fuck, man? It would make yeah. Halloween real easy. Look, 
Mom had <laughs> he was a periodontal too, so. disease and she had de- full dentures by the age of 35. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the genetics are not my favorite on that one. And no, thankfully, I've somebody, only had to pass it on to one kid. Somebody in my DNA and I got the same thing. So I yeah. mean, you know. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thanks for giving that to me. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon, Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold and you can join us on all the social medias just search for secular soup podcast in the google machine take it from your old friend eli bosnick grab a bowl and taste the magic slurp even this i miss my wife being separated just doesn't feel so right Eating buffalo wings with you just doesn't replace the physical touch that i need in my life Oh, I go to bed alone So lonely I just feel like I am in a cocoon I want to be touched Oh, somebody please put your hands on me uh, shall we go ahead and get into uh, at least uh, two uh, headlines we're going to do here? So, <laughs> Yes, we should. All right. So here's the first one that we're going to talk about. Ron Watkins. I don't know if you know who this guy is. He's, uh, the, he's the son uh, of Jim Watkins, who's the uh, the guy that ran multiple porn sites. And as among <laughs> among other things, uh, he was the guy who funded 8chan for a while until it got shut down and then they brought it back as eight kun you need to go watch the QAnon conspiracy thing on hbo because yes. it gives you a pretty good retelling of all I, the drama that was in such that whole thing. a good documentary uh frederick brennan aka hot wheels for people that knew him back when uh he goes through this whole story of of him living in in the philippines and essentially being almost trafficked by this guy like the guy was holding on to his passport and holding on to like all of his money and his wife mm-hmm. and all this other stuff so yeah. Anyway, Ron Watkins and Jim Watkins, they moved back to America because Ron wanted to run for Congress, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, he he it. Yeah, he's running for I think it's in Congress in Arizona is what he's yeah. running for. So he's now and he's not do, he's not doing well at all. You know, that that's to be expected. But this is all a grift. I mean, this is the same asshole that bought a life size replica of Ray Ayanami from Evangelion as like a fuck doll in, in his apartment this is the, him and his serious? dad him and his dad would go to soaplands and soaplands in, yeah. in japan is just essentially you get a rub down a, ru- a rub and tug you know or or you get a boob job a happy thing ending where you know yeah. happy endings with like because sex work isn't completely illegal yeah. in japan yeah. so there's a lot of still human trafficking going on in japan it's terrible guys anyway he's running for congress in arizona and he set up a fundraising operation that relies on everybody's favorite goddamn thing these days <laughs> cryptocurrency Woo! yay yep. but one reporter thinks that watkins may be running afoul of the law <gasps> what so the the informant the the name of the oh, website nick martin writes on twitter that watkins this week started soliciting quote unquote no more than two thousand dollars worth of bitcoin in donations from his supporters and as martin writes this is legally a legally dicey proposition 
what it what he doesn't say is that the FEC prohibits anyone from donating more than a hundred dollars to a campaign when using Bitcoin. While adding that two thousand dollars in Bitcoin donations would be twenty times the FEC limit. So is is him? Uh, I think he it could probably get. It wouldn't be illegal until somebody paid over. Yeah, I think it would. It would be right? on the person that donated more, yeah. but he could get like a slap yeah. for you know soliciting it. Oh my goodness! So anyway, Watkins announced his campaign back in October with a bizarre video in which he invoked God in his decision to run, while also doubling down on bogus conspiracy theories about the election. So, uh, if you didn't know, um, it's highly theorized that Ron is the is 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 Q. He's Q. He took over that account. Uh, that there was originally another Q that was posting shit, and come to find out, like stuff, something changed, and the Q that came in was essentially this asshole. Yeah. So. And it's kind of backed up by the fact that, like, on his later Telegram posts, he started posting stuff a lot like Q would post. And it's it's annoying as hell. And I'm I'm trying to think of how I'm going to get around the YouTube censors on this video because yeah. I'm talking about this whole thing. But anyway, it's stuff that you need to know about because essentially this guy is the one responsible for all the bullshit that we're dealing with yes. in this country right now. I mean, what we have to think for Satanic Panic 2.0 is this guy. Yeah. And so. Well, and it's. Arizona is such a weird place. My in-laws live in Arizona and they are like super uber liberal. And we went. (laughs) How? But it was a good property that they found. So they just moved there in 2020. And we went there uh, for Thanksgiving last year. And there are people across. So they have a horse property. So they have like a few acres. And in their property, there are people that still had like Trump flags. (laughs) And we went to... Oh, I'm sure they're wearing Let's Go Brandon shit right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they are. I'll, I'll let you I know because we're going the there. We're going there in uh, December. <laughs> we're going up. there for Christmas. Oh, yeah. oh, I went. I was at the Utes game. Yeah. Uh, go Utes. Um, <laughs> oh, and they went because they oh, yeah. beat the shit out of Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Hey, Anyways. The Ducks are a good fucking team. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. Well, they're probably going to play him again Oh. in Vegas. Revenge. To get to the uh, Rose Bowl. <laughs> nope, we're going to beat him again. Anyways, but there was a guy there, total, um, I didn't, I don't want to say like it's stereotypical, but just looking at him and he was really loud and stuff. And I'm like, uh, he's one of them. <laughs> and then he started trying to get a let's, uh, let's go Brandon chant started. Jesus Christ. And <laughs> yeah. Just my say fuck and I, Joe yeah, Biden, yeah, guys. Like my husband and I, we're like, looked at each other, we're like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I don't, I'm going to hit him. I'm, I don't know that this I can restrain myself. And, but nobody else joined in. Like there was a couple people that were kind of laughing, but I'm like, seriously, like, <laughs> come on. Anyways. Like, look, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden, but you know, I can say fuck Joe Biden on a lot of the things yeah. that he has or has not done. He's not. You know? <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan. Hey guys, you shouldn't like any fucking president because guess what? Yeah. They're not serving everybody's interests. The, nope. Unfortunately, this country is built upon corporate interests, and as you know, the things change oh, when man. the corporations get behind them instead yeah. of when the people want them. Huh? It's amazing. Yeah. <sighs> and yeah, and just oh, Arizona yeah, is just great. such a weird place. <laughs> I look forward well, to. I look forward to. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Ron Watkins. Uh, poster hunting when i'm when i'm, when well, I'm there see, for christmas would, i didn't really want to spend any of my money on posters because i 
that's a terrible Ron Watkins, but you need to be a little more dead in the eyes. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> it is weird watching him talk. He's not well, a human being. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Elon Musk is weird enough. He's like, yeah. he surpasses Elon Musk in the weird. Oh, yeah. Like, I, look, I mean, he's, he's out past Stephen Miller. I'm <laughs> I'm always online and I have been always online since the Internet came into existence. Right. So, I mean, not in the 60s kind of thing, but I'm talking about like mainstream, yeah. like mid 90s. Like I was always online, you know, when when I had my twins. What I needed to keep myself sane in the fact that I was I was raising two babies at the same time and you never fucking slept when that happened was a either reading Dune books or B looking in Encyclopedia Dramatica, which if you if you don't know what that website is, don't don't just don't. OK, but it's essentially a Wikipedia made by four channers. Oh. So, well, I mean, they have have whole sections on like Bud Dwyer, if you know who that is. Yeah. Tell me about uh, anybody who's like off themselves famously. There's sections with videos and gifts and all this other stuff. There's all sorts of terrible things. Like if it's a more accurate urban dictionary, you know, because urban dictionary will have bullshit meanings. Yeah. yeah. And these guys will be like, no, this is what it really means. And here's the post for it. And you start reading. It's like getting print form of of 4chan and 4chan is meant to be non existent after a certain yeah, amount of time yeah. it's supposed to blow away nope <laughs> it, and if you have a very dark and disturbing ugly sense of humor it's funny when you're looking at it sometimes but then you go then you start to develop a little bit of a empathy thing and you're like oh like, fuck i shouldn't be seeing this i shouldn't be looking at this yeah. you know yeah so oh, yeah yeah our, our bud wire i can still remember because my my mom said that one of the Pittsburgh TV stations showed the whole yep. thing, and it uh, showed Guar, Guar did a uh, a, a send off to Bud Dwyer in one of their movie music. They did a long form music oh, video for yeah. their "America Must Be Destroyed" album, which is the one with Gorgor, the fucking Tyrannosaurus, and they, they get addicted to crack. It's a it's a whole story, guys. It's a whole story. <laughs> I just love watching you nerd oh, out on more. I mean, there's a point where like. They have one of the guys and it's obvious prosthetic shitty fucking makeup. Yeah. And he's like a 50 foot tall Tyrannosaurus Rex is attacking the city. And he's like the newscaster's like, I mean, come on, man. No, that's it. I'm fucking done. I'm out of here. And he pulls the paper bag out with a gun. He's like, I'm sorry, Martha. And he does that. And it's obviously fake blood yeah, coming yeah, out of the yeah, mask yeah. and everything. But it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. I'm 12. Why am I watching this? Wow. Uh, you got to understand. I I grew up with Fangoria. I I liked looking at a lot of I liked yeah. the fake horror kind of shit. So like I can watch scary movies and like not oh, yeah. be scared by anything. But you get me in a scary video game and I'm the avatar instead of just some other character <laughs> and I get fucking frightened, you know. <laughs> I started yeah, horror movies. I started watching horror movies when I was a kid and I Halloween was the first one I watched. And it was always like, how did they do that? And I <laughs> just loved it. Yeah. I was like, oh. so I so started going like, over to my friend's house and I yeah. would watch horror movies. So anything like Stan Winston had anything to do with it and I'm like, "Ooh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do," you know, like with yeah. the thing. It was yeah. just like, Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I love movie. those <laughs> I love those universal movies yes. with Frankenstein yeah. and yes. Wolfman and Everybody right. should be forced to watch uh, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> no. 
what is it meet frankenstein, meet frankenstein. yeah 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 <laughs> which was originally titled the brain of frankenstein Oh God! So anyway, the next item that we have here, since we're talking about big brains, Mike Lindell. <laughs> no. Most ironic segue ever. <laughs> Mike Lindell, who turned off CAPTCHA on his website there for a while there because he thought it was a con- he couldn't get past some of the stuff. And he's like, this isn't fair to some of the people out there. He's like, the, the computers are collecting all the information. <laughs> anyway, Mike Lindell. <laughs> Didn't he say? He had problems picking out on picking out the captures with the stoplights. I think that's what Isn't it was. That- I think that was the joke. I don't know how real it was, but hey, I have problem with captures sometimes because like pick all the pictures that have road signs in them, and I'm like, yeah, is that just the stop signs or is that like the street name? Which ones are we talking about here? I mean, because well, did you did you watch? I think it was CNN uh, when he had his conference when he said <laughs> the we're cyber gonna symposium. the cyber symposium. Thank you. I was right in now. Cancun and I was trying the, to pay attention to it while I was CNN, on vacation. <laughs> the CNN, they they did, you know, like a, you know, like one of the five right. minute segments. Yeah. It is one of the funniest things, like non-intentionally funny <laughs> things I've ever seen. Because like they're talking like they have the uh, a bunch of the the proof up on the screen and you've got engineers <laughs> sitting there like staring at it and they're like, this makes no sense. That's nothing. And I'm what? all. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those things where you hope and you catch Don people, Lemon laughing yeah, his ass and off then about people, it. People were walking out, like, and they have it all on video, like people walking out while they're going over their proof. Anyways, it so was anyway, awesome. Mike Lindell, who has strung his fans along for months with promises of an earth-moving lawsuit <laughs> that would... That would pave the way for Donald Trump's return to the White House is now turning the effort into a four day sales promotion, according to HuffPost. Lindell has been claiming since summer that he was coordinating a lawsuit among, quote unquote, tons of state attorneys general. Thank you for the right writing there, HuffPost. Thank you so much. Um, As many as 30 to be filed at 9 a.m. Tuesday this last week directly with the U.S. Supreme Court and that he would spend the long Thanksgiving weekend explaining the suit during a ad-free webcast emphasis on the ad-free there this is funny um instead no lawsuit has been filed and the show which featured the same lies about the election that lindell has been spreading for a year prominently featured lindell's pillow ads with its own quote-unquote promo code yay (laughs) not only that it also said that mike got really upset with people that didn't that abandoned him so there's no longer any secret code like for except for Gorka or for a couple other people. Well, he so uh, I think I saw it on the news or I read it in an article. Yeah. Uh, the attorneys general that he had sent this the communication out. Yeah. Only one of them actually responded <laughs> and they said, don't contact me like nobody <laughs> else even acknowledged him i wrote still saying everybody says they're too busy with these covid whoever whoever the asshole in salt lake was before sean reyes i can't remember what his name is mark shirtliff that's who it was yeah i i wrote him a letter one time asking about you know potentially doing give a giveaway on a website that i'm like does this run afoul of like utah's gambling stuff and he's like technically you shouldn't be contacting the attorney general's office about legality about stuff and i'm just like I just want a fucking ruling on whether what I'm going to do is legal or not. Yeah. You, you you should contact a lawyer. Bitch, you're the top lawyer for the state. I should be able to contact you. You're a fucking public it's a servant. Yes or you no know? question. I pay your salary. 
I don't mean to be all uh, sovereign citizen on these assholes, but sometimes I think they need a fucking check. You know, it's uh-huh. like I got I got to toss a coin to answer you. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like they would make it legal or not legal, depending on yeah. how much money you have is. And that's the God going back to uh, talking about lame is <laughs> talking about the legal systems that yeah. exist in countries. I'm like, yeah. there's I had to teach my kids a hard lesson. Like legality is depending on how rich you are. <laughs> They're like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, a rich person steals from people. No one gives a shit about it. But yeah. Jean Valjean stole a fucking piece of bread and he got five years, you know? Yep. <laughs> and then, yes, I know it's fucking, it's, it's a, it's not a real story. He wasn't a real character, but, but the guy that wrote Les Miserables, he, it's an analogy. It, he was, it was a real person in his story, you know? Yep. It was just, he had to change names and stuff like that. So, damn it, screw off. <laughs> So anyway, um, the promo code there, we were talking about that. And despite giving no update on his election lawsuit, Mike uh, Lindell has been telling fans that we're offering the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. Wait, no, his, he's more gruff. He he sounds like, he sounds like a talking mustache ever. He sounds like the guys that used to be doing the, (laughs) not quite the Chicago dub bears, you know, but kind of like that guy. He does sound like them though, which is weird because he's not even from. Uh, that we're area. giving the best Hello. gifts ever for the price. That's no. right. We're giving you the discount code, the super discount code, Trump twenty twenty four. Did I tell you about Trump the time that I smoked crack? <laughs> Boy, do I miss those days. <laughs> Did you see his interview? <laughs> Trump when he interviewed Trump no it was a couple I think it was a couple weeks ago now the interview was mainly Lindell talking like Trump (laughs) couldn't even get words in it was hilarious because I'm all oh how does that feel oh what a piece of shit (laughs) it was anyways it was entertaining I know you're still the president just let me smell your fart please (laughs) so Lindell Lindell, Please, let me whip your armpits. I worship you, Mr. President. Lindell has promised that the Supreme Court would reinstate Trump in August. Yeah. Um, I looked at my watch there for people listening. It's, it's, it's a verbal <laughs> thing. You know? um, when he clearly wasn't going to happen, he moved the target date to September and again. Yep. No. <laughs> no, no. And then he said it would happen by the end of 2021. That's mm. pretty fucking close there, man. Well, he pushed it back again. Like, we got like three weeks until the federal government shuts down until January. So, I feel like there's a fundamental misunderstanding of the legal system by taking a case straight to the Supreme Court. I mean, you can. (laughs) It's not often. (laughs) No. And I think. They I'm usually, trying to think of yeah. They always kick it down though. They say no in a lower court. A lower you need, court. Has you need to, to deal with this at a yeah. fucking at the the ninth circuit or fifth circuit. Well, and going to deal with it. You know? So, um, uh, so Kat Kerr was brought up a little <laughs> while ago. So she's been really funny backtracking on the whole Trump thing uh, because she's been saying, well, it's not going to happen now because he wouldn't get his full four years. Yes. So it's going to be man. in 2024 <laughs> so he can get his full so he can get his full 4 years. <sighs> I, like Lucy from the Peanuts comics. Christ, what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it, yeah. It just makes no sense. <laughs> and here's the thing, like I know a lot of people are talking about we're going to jump to our break here in a second. I just want to talk about this like there's a lot of people that are talking about this January 6th commission. Like they were talking about the other commissions that have happened, like yeah. when we had the special investigator that was going over Trump's shit with uh, 
Collusion Russia with the Russian government. Yeah. Okay. It's been proven that there was collusion with Russia, right? Okay. We know that. Now, okay. Maybe not the word collusion, but they, they definitely took advantage yep. of the fact that Russia gave them free shit, you know. And they had, they did interfere. We, we yep. have the receipts on this shit. And there's a lot of people like, oh, we proved that, that, that Russia stuff was all false. And I'm like, no, you, no. you didn't. People went oh. to jail for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they, then got, they pardoned, got pardoned. But they went to jail. <laughs> Anyway, so there's that whole thing that happened. And then there's all the people talking about how um I can't even remember the the guy's name, the the guy that was the special prosecutor, the um the Mueller, uh, Mueller. Robert Mueller. Rob, yeah. Robert Mueller. And he of course was following all this shit advice from the Office of Legal Counsel and he's like I can't actually charge the sitting president blah 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 blah, blah you know. And he he wrote a giant two volume thing and he's like here's all you need for the cases that you can bring against this guy when he's yep. not in office. Merrick Garland has not done a goddamn thing with it. And with the January 6th commission and nobody listening to subpoenas and everything, people, quit getting your fucking hopes up. You're turning into Blue and On, you know? Alex Jones is not going to be going in front of Congress. Oh, he will. Oh, wow. he, he will. He'll, he's, he'll take the fifth. Yeah, he won't say anything, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Although okay, I pay way too much attention to Alex Jones. <laughs> way too much attention to Alex Jones. He will not miss the opportunity to go oh, in front of whoa. the people. Oh, that's yeah. true. He that's will not true. miss that opportunity. But at the oh. same time, he's since he got the judgments against him uh, mm -hmm. with the Sandy Hook stuff. Yep. He's already started reorganizing Infowars into a new company so they can yes. avoid the debts that they're going to have to pay. Yep. And he's calling it Reset Wars. And he's going like full on Christian bullshit now too. So yeah. I mean he always he's has been. Him. Yeah. But it's especially he's this just gonna point be now. like blatant about it now. Like he put yeah. he posted a video on his uh band.video website where it's <laughs> him standing in like a creek like in his on his property doing John the Baptist like arms <laughs> out kind of shit. Yeah. Oh no. Man. Yeah. He's yes. <laughs> and it's all the same shit that they've talked about in InfoWars for the longest time, but he's trying to restructure it so that well his but show now can people continue, are he's you know? Well, it's part of the whole Christian nationalist movement where they're not even hiding anymore. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. And so when people talk about Alex Jones going on That's on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and everything, I'm like, yeah, the Joe Rogan is doing fucking Alex Jones a fucking like massive like boost right here because he's not showing the crazy shit. There, there's like everybody that watches Alex Jones, they're like, oh yeah, he's crazy. He says something about the frogs being gay, blah blah blah. Like not listening to the fact that Alex Jones believes demons are literally real and are literally yeah. killing people and that mm -hmm. he had a he had demons and Satanist cheerleaders come to him when he was younger. And do you think he really believes this or do you think he's it's a publicity stunt? I honestly don't know. Yeah. He anymore. has said on he, he has sniffed he his own farts way too long <laughs> that he has said <laughs> under oath. That he is a performance artist. Yeah, with the, the, the fucking Chobani yeah, <laughs> yogurt yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, he had to eat his hat really fucking quick on that one, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good times. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, uh, that's it for Alex Jones. <laughs> that's Alex Jones for gentlemen. But anyway, that's Mike Lindell. That's what we were talking about oh. there for a minute. But Mike, Mike Lindell is a boring as shit salesman that has learned how to tap into. <laughs> Okay, but Rubes, but man. the Jordan but the Jordan Kemper uh, interview. Have you seen that one yeah. backstage? Yeah. <sighs> if you haven't checked, Mike Lindell is an insane person. <laughs> yeah, that they they used to have 
some places called a padded cell where uh, Mike would just simply go and play, hey, play with himself. My balls itch. It would be fine if people didn't listen to him. There's just yeah. way too many people listening to him. And it's like, oh. There's somebody out there that'll get that joke. And I, I appreciate you for l- l- getting my ch- obscure Cheech and Chong reference there. So thank oh, you so see, much. Oh, see, I'm not a big Cheech and Chong. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it here in a second <laughs> when we go to a break. Guys, we're going to jump off to a quick little break. And when we get back, we're going to get into our next little set of news, which is not quite as much political stuff. But uh, we're, we're going to be talking about more pop culture-y kind of stuff because I felt like doing this stuff instead. And God damn it, Kyle's not here to defend himself. So... <laughs> So anyway, guys, we're going to jump to a break. And when we come back, like I said, we'll see you in a minute. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website utahoutcast.com and we'll be in touch my problem with liberals alan is that liberals hate america sean i don't know if that's true you just contradicted me you hate america if i could just get a word in you hate america you like the terrorists well i guess you're right again and we're back and welcome back to this everybody this is a bit more of it when we first started doing the show we used to do heavy news and then we did light news and so this is kind of a uh kind of a throwback to that a little bit because uh, i've had some good whiskey in me and it's time to talk about stuff that's not important to the world you know <sighs> so anyway there's I a wouldn't say not important i mean it's important to who makes it important really but uh this first yeah. news item that we have here is uh science shows that there's a massive marvel plot hole as if Super superhero surgeon, superhero super soldier serum. It's a thing. <laughs> and you know, you know, people being able to do magic and <laughs> guy with web fluid like spi- radioactive spiders. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's giant plot holes in Marvel here. But the scientists decided to get m- not a ma- but mad. We all know that raccoons can talk. I mean, come on, <laughs> trash panda. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to need that guy's arm. I don't know if that's worse. That's so much worse. <laughs> go go back and watch Guardians 2. That was a fucking delightful movie. It was funny. Except, like the ego shit, no one cares about that, but everything yeah. else was good. But Groot. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Oh, uh, Anyway, so if you've ever seen, the article starts off here. If you've ever seen Mar- the Marvel movie Avengers Infinity War, you probably recalled the scene where the antagonist, Thanos, motherfucker, the antagonist. antagonist. Some would say he's the protagonist. <laughs> he's kind of neutral. He's awful. Like, he's, he's awful, but his method he feels awful. like he's. That's a good vil- a good villain is somebody yeah. that you that feels like they're doing the it right makes thing. Sense, you know, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, as we, uh, I haven't seen the newest Hawkeye episode, but I've seen the meme going around where I haven't watched. Hawkeye it's a uh, uh, Jeremy Renner like looking at a urinal, and somebody graffitied Thanos was right on the urinal. <laughs> And so everybody took it and they just started adding shit to it. Oh. And so they put like the, the super stussy S on it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like all these That's stupid like a joke. junior high flashback. Right. right <laughs> so anyway, um, recall the scene where Thanos has the infinity stones in his metal glove. And with the snap of his fingers, he wipes out half the population of the universe. And so that scene sparked some off camera drama 
at the at the Georgia Institute of Technology, where biophysicist Saad Bamala, <laughs> uh, sorry, Bam- Bamla, Bamla, Bamla. There Looks we like go. Bamla. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was skeptical about the realities of snapping with a glove on. Everybody else watched this movie, and we're just like, bad guy snap fingers, things go boom, right? Scientist guy watches movie and goes, hey, wait a minute. Well, and they're also, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like you're also making the assumption that the metal that's used is something that's found on that Earth, we know which of, we know right? is not the case. So uh, the guy Anyways. says, I was like, no way can Thanos <laughs> snap with that infinity gauntlet, Bomla says. I bet, like, the softness of our skin has something to do with it. Thanos is a titan. <laughs> oh, yeah, the who- white. Why did the Hulk do it? Who is essential? Uh, have you seen the Eternals? Do you care to see the Eternals? I do want to see it. I have not seen it yet. Okay, so this doesn't really ruin anything. I know it's like a backstory, but movie. Thanos is essentially an Eternal. Yeah. So he, anyway. But that's already been established, right? Like that's not you don't have not to see in it. the sense of you seeing the movie yet. So I mean, yeah. it's it's not ruining anything, but it's just yeah. one of those things where he like. Super fucking powerful, right? Yeah. We we know this because he went toe to toe with the Hulk. I think the the Hulk could snap with like dick and balls, you know, like just yeah. give him the opportunity. He's gonna make meat slaps, you know. It's just, it's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. But no, we're worried about the fictional character using a fictional yes. gauntlet to yes. snap fingers, and he's like, "Hey, I bet the softness of our skin has something to do with it." Okay, great nerd. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Nerd. So he co-authored a new study of finger snapping that was published this last week by the Royal Society. He got funding for this. <laughs> he I'm said, in the wrong line of business. He says that the sound of snapping is fairly easy to explain. Oh, it's actually fairly easy to explain. Let me t- if I snap my fingers, the sound... Let me adjust my glasses. <laughs> the sound is originating when your finger actually slams into the fleshy part of your thumb on your hand. Or your hand, he says. So it's the f- the finger smacking into my hand that's causing the noise. Makes sense, but and I and I did this because I'm like I did the super slow mo cam on this whole thing because I'm like this brought up an interesting question. I'm like, but I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I cared enough to film something in slow motion. Th- that's the thing when you have kids, you have ample time to do shit like in your car when you're waiting to pick kids up and stuff. So. <laughs> You find yourself in weird situations sometimes. Anyway, uh, what did he say? But I mean, Bamlin is team. As long as you're not breastfeeding a cat, you're fine. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> for more of that, watch the live stream this week. So, uh, for more that wanted to know about the physics involved, so they put sensors on their fingers and then snapped with rubber gloves on, with lotion on, and with the metal thimbles on their fingertips. It puts lotion in the basket. <laughs> put the goddamn lotion in the basket. <laughs> They tested on the finger, baby. Yeah. As they yeah. tested the different yeah. variables, they filmed high-speed video, and after analyzing the footage, the scientists determined that the skin that skin-to-skin friction along with the compressibility of our fingers is key to generating the motion. Nerds. Like I'm a I could be a comic nerd and not be as fucking nerdy as you guys are being right now. Like, well, actually, I I would really like to explain how that isn't possible in reality? Well, it's like, are you forgetting it, the part of the Infinity Stones? Like, 
You're going to ignore you, infinity stones and look at are, the gauntlet? Are you going to ignore the fact that he just turns people to <laughs> dust? You know? I mean, there's a lot to have hangups about with the Marvel Universe. Like, when the snap was undone. What and- about why is he purple? <laughs> Where's the study on that? Right. What the fuck was Don't going worry, on with they're working you know? on that. <laughs> there's a lot to be upset about with Marvel movies. <laughs> Like, okay, the, the snap undone kind of thing. Yeah. What about the people that were in airplanes when the snap happened? They just ignore those people. <laughs> like, you would have a lot of people that were just going to fall to their deaths when they were undone because you came back wherever you were. Yeah. Or what about the people that were standing in a spot where somebody disappeared from? Would you become like Brundlefly and you'll be like both people fused together kind I of hope shit? So. You know? I hope so. There's a lot to that this was, whole thing. That's in the director. That's cut. more it'd fun. Be like, it'd be like a Transformer malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> this Two is a more fun question. can't occupy the same space. Well, and also, you're also... God damn it. I'm, I'm going full nerd with this one. <laughs> Five years later, this planet has traveled... Many millions of miles beyond yes. where it was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. So it if they're unsnapped like in the place where they disappeared, they're in the middle of deep fucking space and we would yes. never know. <laughs> so, yes, all of the well, life forms came back. The, but... <laughs> like, how would the location of, of where they reappear be determined? Right. Is it like a longitudinal, latitudinal thing? These are or... the important questions. <laughs> Not, could he snap with a glove on? If you were on a cruise ship, and, you're in and the you middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean, that mm-hmm. would suck. Those what if, are, what if you came are, back in a building that was demolished? Those are the deaths you know? they don't want to talk. They don't about. want to talk about any of this shit. Marvel just sweeps those under, the and that that's fine. I'm okay <laughs> buying the premise, buying buying the bit, you know. Oh and, yeah, and understanding like, okay, we're just not going to answer that. We're not even going to bring that yeah. up because guess what? It's just stupid Whatever. and sad. Who cares? Whatever. Meanwhile, this guy gets a goddamn grant. <laughs> I think you should get a grant to study the airplane. Yeah, I gotta ask. What is the get the grant from the Ministry of Silly Walks? <laughs> I mean, the pilot rematerializes after fl- from flying the plane and disappearing. He's just sitting there in midair. It's like a cartoon. Yeah. Looks down and the Uh-oh. gravity works. Yeah, like but that's the when Wonder in, Woman in, comes in the Road in with her invisible jet. <laughs> Jesus. Oh wait, that's DC. Wait. <laughs> so anyway, how come Marvel doesn't have an invisible plane? Uh, one of our people out there in chat says, "So our Marvel movie, uh, gloved hand snap, inspired this geek to study what determines the properties of the sound of the snap, and could be done. Could it be done with a gauntlet on? I fucking love science. Okay. <laughs> yes, I mean, how have we not studied how a snap works by by now? I mean, that's what I don't get." <laughs> you, know, you would think they, they would know how snaps work at this point you know <laughs> but, I, I, i'm just waiting to see what's next and I, i'm thinking they're gonna go after elizabeth montgomery's no, nose twitch on bewitched <laughs> it could happen. she couldn't literally make her nose twitch and bring things into being do you know yeah. how many muscles it takes to twitch your nose like that <laughs> let's do a study let's not even figure where that twinkling noise comes from either although science using so but using uh using comic books for science is pretty awesome yeah um 
actually just uh, finished a book. Don't get me wrong. Batman. I wholeheartedly support yeah, oh, this. Yeah. Batman, <laughs> it's called Back, uh, Batman and Psychology. And it's a professor who actually uses comic books uh, to, he's a professor to teach psychology. So he actually goes through. It's a really awesome. Hey guys, book. Bat Batman's a baddie. I didn't know if you knew this, but, but it's <laughs> yeah. So it goes through. It goes through the psychology of not just Batman, but all of uh, like a lot of the main characters. Yeah. And oh, it's so awesome. <laughs> Anyways, so if you like, ba Batman you, literally beats up mentally ill people. Oh, he's he's a bizarre <laughs> character, but uh, who also but yeah, suffers so from his like own science. weird fucking forms of psychosis and if you like parental hangups. Yeah, <laughs> if you like science and real life. I recommend Batman and Psychology. I can't wait for the Rob Pattinson movie. Pattinson movie. Pattinson. <laughs> That's I, I'm cautiously optimistic. My, my spouse does not want to see this movie I at all because she doesn't like him. I can't. Well, I don't like the Twilight thing, which I've seen see, a I, total of like 15 minutes. I've never seen a fucking minute of Twilight. Yeah, I've in only my life, seen a little so. bit of it. But I've seen other for stuff. I the Ramsey Awards. <laughs> oh. I saw. That's I on saw you, Joe. Part of the. Part of the job. Yeah. It's a thankless job, but somebody got to do it. He's he's done a lot of other stuff, though. He's actually quite a good actor. You know, he played guitar on a Death Grips song. I don't even know who Death Grips is. Lots to play for you later. It's a it's like an experimental rap oh, nice. group. You know, it fucking way out there, like obscure shit. Like like when I heard them play one of the songs on West uh, Westworld on an episode, I'm like, oh, holy shit! <laughs> you know, I'll probably. So did you oh, see the later seasons when they were like yeah, in? Yeah, okay. I watched them all. So whenever the 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 non-binary gangster yeah. lady walked up, they were playing that music. That was Death Grips. Oh, okay. Yeah, Great yeah, yeah. fucking song, you know? Westworld. But it's meant to be futuristic kind of stuff. And I'm Westworld like, yeah. That's awesome. That's a good show. Especially the ooh, the one with the algorithm fucking computer. Goddamn. Such a good show. <laughs> anyway, back to this goddamn story. Back to this finger snapping. Man. So, which means it won't work with a metal glove. Sorry, Thanos. They also found that the whimsical ability of snapping is really, really fast. <laughs> the whimsical ability of snapping. I mean, think about it. It's a weird thing that we can do. It is like, weird. make weird noises. I mean, it's cool, but he says that uh, the angular accelerations are about <laughs> 1.6 million degrees per second squared, he said, which I don't even understand what that fucking means. <laughs> angular accelerations one 1.6 million degrees per second squared so hmm. like it moves that 360 degrees like in a blink yeah. you know kind of thing he says that's about 20 times faster than a blink of an eye and even faster than the arm movement of a pro baseball pitcher uh, which he says was considered one of the fastest rotational motions any human body is capable of until now <laughs> dun 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 uh, you're not gonna snap a fucking baseball into a glove though that's the thing 90 miles an hour us as you know these scientists who are by no means any athletes we barely go to the gym the guy says and we are snapping our fingers and breaking the records of these professional athletes no man you're just sna you're snapping your fingers about as well as anybody else man. <laughs> like oh yeah you could throw a ball into a glove i'm What's going to this Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> you see Scherzer just like. What the fuck is this that guy was, doing? He's a pitcher, for those of you who don't know. So perhaps it's time to retire the saying that faster than a blink of an eye and start using faster than a snap of a finger. That's all the, the article has for us here. But it's just like, 
that's a super nerdy thing for you guys to get hung up about. Be like, can he actually snap his fingers with a glove on? One, you don't know how strong Thanos is. He's pretty goddamn strong. Maybe the metal in that glove has special snapping abilities. That I don't would, know. Now, that <laughs> would be a good study to try and figure out the strength. Yeah, you'd have to be able to. Metallic the metallic composition. Yeah. Oops. Like the strength you'd have to have to be able to snap in a metal glove. I mean. <laughs> Change your perspective, with every, Mr. Scientist. With every science. Well, I mean, not science, but every like fictional story, you could just be like, the wizard did it. You know? <laughs> And that ruins everything. Like, like that's why I ha- oh, that's I why can't I've, argue with that. Ar- that's why I've always like hated Doctor Strange. Like the co- anything like anything magical realm, like DC comics, like with Shazam and stuff, and Marvel comics with like Doctor Strange and shit. It's just like a wizard did it, and it's just like, oh well, that I guess that explains it all right here. I guess we don't need to talk about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you watched What If? Yeah. 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 That Doctor Strange. I want to see more of that Doctor Strange. I don't know if we're... I mean, we'll get him in a season two, probably. Well, no, because now he's in a snow globe for the rest yeah, of his life. Or yeah. rest of eternity. Sorry, yeah. spoilers, guys, everybody, if you didn't watch it. Well, if you haven't watched it by now, you're not a And nerd, also, you're so. not going to know <laughs> what the hell I mean by any of this. So. <laughs> a snow globe? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, I mean... We could keep going on that. But it's supposed to be... Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they tie any of that into the Spider-Man with the multiverses. Anyways, I hope so. <laughs> well, it's supposed to bring we'll in. Find it's supposed out. to bring in stuff from What If, and it's supposed to also bring in. Uh, well, yeah, because it's going to fuck with everything. Yeah, with so multiverses and it's shit. Supposed and... to be some good layering going on in theory. Yeah, so if you haven't seen Eternals, uh, it's doing some heavy lifting for the rest of Phase Four. That's what I've. That's what I've heard is that it's 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 a foundation movie. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of people like yeah. I didn't like this movie, and then they're going to go back and watch it and be like. Oh, I get it now. Oh, yeah. Now I know. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Ridley Scott is, you know, the guy that made Alien, Aliens. Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, yeah, that was a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah, that's right. I was thinking of Russell yeah. Crowe for a minute. I'm like, he sucks as a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Talking about Don't other things. Don't bring that back up. <laughs> No, here's the thing. He's a perfectly Stars good singer. In the attitude. He's a good singer, but he had like four different vocal coaches for that movie. We're talking Les Mis. Sorry. Yeah, uh, he we're, is we're gonna... not a good singer. <laughs> he can be, though. That's the thing is that he wasn't trained properly. And if they would have did a you studio recording. Him, you are giving him way too much credit. <laughs> well, I just yeah, remember I mean, him from South Park singing. What an overkill, you know? Uh, I saw Hugh Jackman in concert. The man can sing. <laughs> Oi, Chinaman, you want to fight? <laughs> God damn it, man.
That was one of the funnier things that South Park did was this <laughs> Russell Russell Crowe got in trouble for like start, starting fucking fist fights everywhere. And they made a, a song, a, a video thing of him going around the world causing fights with his boat tugger. And he at the very end of it, he's like, he's like, how about I sing one of my songs? And his boat commits suicide to hear, stop him from having to hear him singing. God damn it, man. <sighs> Shit, that takes me back. So Ridley Scott. <laughs> Ridley Scott wants to explain away the reason why his film, The Last Duel, flopped in the box office this year. I don't remember that well, coming it out. Sucked. Well, I've heard it's good, but I don't even remember that coming. And I go to the movies like I religiously. Love the movies. I I will go to the movies every weekend if I can. I would go during the week if they had earlier showtimes, but oh, they yeah. usually don't. Yeah. But oh, he's totally- he's trying to explain why his why his film flopped. Um. One, the marketing was terrible on it. Like, I barely saw any kind of marketing for this movie at all. The only ones I saw were, like, previews in the theater, and I followed the movie news kind of thing. It starred Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Jodie Comer, and pulled in $28 at the box office in comparison with its budget. Jodie Comer right there. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, And on Mark Maron's WTF podcast, Scott reasoned, oh, I think it boils down to... What we've got today are the audiences who are brought up on these fucking cell phones, he said. Well, that's a weird way to go on this one. <laughs> what? The Millennium. The Millennium, he says here, not like millennials. Hey, Ridley, um, just to let you know, I've been brought up on almost every one of your movies. <laughs> I've seen just about every movie you've Ripley. made twice. Cosplay is Ripley. I've watched Blade Runner more times oh, than I care yeah. to admit that I've watched, you know. Really, Scott, I like your movies. I like the things that you make. Nobody cared about he's this like one because nobody super, heard about it. He's like super boomer in and, this quote. And, and Ridley, I'm almost 42 years old. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, the, I'm the geriatric millennial is what they call us nowadays because I'm old as shit. TM, you know? huh? Yeah, so... If you're the GM, I, I guess got a I'm couple the board. years on you. Yeah, so you're you're solidly Gen X, right? I, yeah, but I'm I'm just that. Cusp. Well, I'm like I'm like the Zenial. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. The, where you're I'm total Zenial. Where it where trails I'm like, into millennial. Like I remember Pokemon when I was like 16. You know, it wasn't yeah. there like when I was a kid. Yeah, but you know, yeah. still. Actually, no. Wait, I take that back. It, oh fuck! It, it probably was no, when I was like still, junior high. Because it was uh, when it did be- the? Hang on, I'm going to Google this real quick. The first Pokemon game. Because I remember. Because it was on the old style Game Yay, Boy. Hellbound Hillbilly is also a Zenial. Uh, first Pokemon game was um debuted in '96. Okay, so I was 16 oh, when that came high out. School. Okay. Yeah, I was in high school for that one too. Oh my gosh, I graduated from high school by '96. <laughs> Ninety-six. I had already been working for Social Security, <laughs> and here you sit. Yeah, yeah. You guys are generally and me. I'm an OF, an old fart. Old, oh, I was gonna say old as fuck, but you, know, <laughs> you could be OF, OAF. <laughs> okay, so Ridley Scott says the millennials do not ever want to be taught anything unless you're told on a cell phone. No, man, I'm actually trying to do more to get away from like checking shit all the time. Yeah, I'm. Tr- if I didn't have a show to run, uh, you know, media empire that I'm trying to start up, kind of thing, I wouldn't be on my phone nearly as often as I, as I am. You know, because unfortunately, social media is part of the goddamn game. You yeah. know, and he says this is a broad stroke, but what I think we're dealing with right now with Facebook 
I, uh, right there, you most, lost the millennials. Most millennials don't use Facebook there, <laughs> yeah, really. They, they, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know right now that you, we don't use that anymore. <laughs> you, yeah. And most of us have moved on to other things like Twitter. And eventually we're going to move away from that because guess what? The internet doesn't last for uh, the things on the internet don't last forever. TikTok. They continually evolve. <laughs> oh, TikTok was better when it was called Vine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So anyway, uh, this is a misdirection that has happened where it's given the wrong kind of confidence to this latest generation, I think. Scott added that Disney, one of the movie's producers, did a, quote, fantastic job promoting the film. No, they, no, they didn't, really. No. Nobody knew this was a thing. Or I mean... I saw more commercials for the Green Knight, which I wanted oh, to see. Green Knight was fantastic. Oh, well, I need to see it. Oh, so I mean, good. the marketing for this was sucked. It, it was just like the one for John Carter. It was way yeah. off the mark. Yeah, yeah and I love that movie John too. John Carter was good. <laughs> Brad Bird doesn't make bad things, guys. I'm just letting you know right yeah. now. <laughs> no, Green Knight was beautiful. <sighs> so, anyway, <laughs> uh, he clarified that the execs loved the movie. I was concerned it was not for them, he says. Okay, well, you were playing to the executive at that point. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he here's here's the thing. You really, can't, if you're if you're playing to the executives, they are not millennials, so you can't turn around and then blame the millennials well, for something flopping when you did not. Th- one, this was not sold to them. This was not fucking sold to people. Yeah. Two, I bet you it came out against something else the exact same weekend, and that one just blew it out of the water. And the third thing. It's a period piece, man. Which is period dramas are hard to sell. You know that not a lot of people want to watch something about uh, King Charles the Sixth declaring that Knight Jean de Carouge settle his dispute with the squire by challenging him to a duel. Sounds like a very limited audience is going to be excited about that story, there, man. <laughs> Let's see. Halloween Kills opened opposite the last duel. Which I did see in the theaters. Which I, I didn't it catch. It was amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited to see where it goes. Oh, this one. Yeah, I do remember seeing previews for yeah. this movie. I mean, it looked good, and I will see it, but it's not something that... Also, yeah, Rid- you, Ridley, Ridley. You can't open... We're in the middle of a goddamn pandemic, too. So. Well, yes. <laughs> and you can't go against Halloween during October. No. Like, if it's a horror movie coming out, it's guaranteed to sell in October. Come on. <laughs> I have no pity for him. So he's also promoting his new film, House of Gucci, starring Lady Gaga and Adam Driver as well. Oh, oh. I'm debating whether or not oh, to oh, see oh, that oh, one. No, no, I have. No? Bad. Bad. Oh, is it? We're talking Ramsey's. It's We're going, yeah. It's like, like looking we are at talking, the... We are talking S-E-R-I-O-U-S Ramsey's. We're talking yeah. like in the Jack and... We're talking in the Jack and Jill range. Jack and Jill <laughs> being the only picture that grand slammed oh the Razzies. Jack and, and Jill. I actually them. saw that movie. My kids like that movie. It's terrible. Well, so oh. here's the thing. Here's the thing for me is when I see um, American actors where the whole cast is act is using accents. Yeah. That does not Bad have movie. a good. Does that, not bode well. Yeah, that does not have a good historical. Bad. Like they're usually terrible. Bad. So because it's usually terrible accents. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's like the whole reason yeah, we had problems with uh with uh, Black Widow is that you had David Harbor earlier in the movie speaking great English. Yeah, yeah. Why couldn't he continue speaking that way for the rest of the movie? 
Like, oh, well, he's probably trying to speak Russian. Do you think he might have spoke better in Russian than he did in English? And they just like all they and Felicia and I you know talked about right? this. All you needed to do was like have the camera oh. panning around and they're talking in, in Russian with subtitles. And then all of a sudden it goes behind someone's head and yeah. comes back around and they're not speaking yeah. English. Everybody would get it at that point. Yeah. Oh, hey, everybody here is Russian. They're now speaking their own language. <laughs> You know what it reminds me? Fuck me, right? You know, something that takes 30 <laughs> seconds and you don't have to have David Harbour going, well, I wanted to raise you kids the right way. And it's like, Jesus Christ, It reminded man. me of uh, of Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. Oh, God. Trying to I do mean, an English look, accent. Look, look, look. You haven't lived until you've seen Jared Leto try and speak it with an Italian accent. I'm telling you, it's sandpaper on the ears. Jared Leto is yikesy in so Jared, many of his movies. Tries, <laughs> I feel like he tries so hard. I liked to, his Joker. To, That's the thing. I wanted to see more of his Joker. I wanted more of that character because we didn't get enough. And yeah. But I liked that character. I liked him playing the bad guy in Blade Runner. You know, the new Blade Runner yeah. that came out because he was an evil son of a bitch in that tried, one. Like, when he's doing kind of these weird fringy roles, it's like he's trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> like Christian Bale can do that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's good. Like, have you seen The Machinist? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the fact that he went from that to Batman Begins. Yeah, like he, and he put on like 90 pounds of muscle. It. It's yeah. like, fuck your body, like, right? <laughs> who else can do it? Gary Oldman can do that kind yeah. of thing. Gary Oldman's. But, Gary Oldman lost his accent from doing so many movies where he felt like he had he had to get somebody to help teach him his you native back, accent again. You go back and watch Rosencrans and Guildenstern are dead and you're like, what? That <laughs> was a like, deep cut if we're, anybody we're hasn't so, seen that We're one. so used to hearing Gary Oldman speaking with an American accent right. that like he's like, fuck, I forgot how to speak my own language. <laughs> it's like uh, Sam Jackson in uh, the, the Kingsman. Yes. Where he does that lispy character. Yes. And he came after he finished that role. He's like, I had to get a voice coach because I couldn't stop lisping. It fucked me up. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that Jim Carrey had that problem when he did uh, Man on the Moon. Oh, I can it imagine. Kaufman. Yeah. Like he wouldn't get out of the character the whole time they were filming and that he kept talking like him after a while. <laughs> That'd be hard. That, movie, well, that was well, another killer movie. Well, I remember seeing. Anthony Hopkins when they were shooting Nixon and Anthony Hopkins was absolutely in character even with the cameras not rolling I mean I, some people I do method really me. well you know I mean some people do it just as an excuse to be an asshole and I, and I mean I, I mean there I am walk, walking to get my lunch and I'm seeing Hopkins just Going over the script, and it, it, he had Nixon down cold. He seems like a very intense personality, like all <laughs> amazing, the time. Amazing to watch. His TikToks are pretty funny, though. He plays the piano. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't followed him on that. Yeah. He hasn't done a lot of them, but they're funny. So, yeah, Ridley Scott, get the fuck over yourself. You have a flop. Get, it, so what, if, if it, even if it is a good movie, it didn't get marketed the right way. It's yeah. not your fault. It's not the millennials' fault for not seeing. Quit fucking blaming forty-year-olds for your shit, man. <laughs> I we have the money. I mean, for the most part, most of us have a somewhat small bit, income. small bit of yeah. disposable income that we can use to go see movies that nobody fucking cares about. You know, 
like, okay, this is probably good and I want to see it, but is it something that I felt like I needed to break down the goddamn theater doors to go see? No, <laughs> there was other stuff I needed yeah. to see. Need and on to top see- of that, it was October, man. There was oh. other shit going on. Like Dune was coming. I need to see Dune in the theaters. <laughs> I just watched it at home. Oh yeah, go watch I it in IMAX if you can. <sighs> it's so goddamn like, good. Because the yeah yeah, I haven't read the book in quite a while. But yeah, but it's very very faithful to the book. Well, so. <laughs> and just gorgeous. Yep, <laughs> it was gorgeous. Anyways, we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Just what is your opinion of the world's situation today? Las cucarachas entran. Pero no pueden salir. No, sir. He doesn't like it. Thank you, Mr. Horse. All right. So the last one that we have we're going to talk about today is uh, there's a, a Tory member of parliament that's uh, claiming that the female Doctor Who has robbed boys of role models. And I haven't seen. Th- I, I, I la- have. Last I saw was like the first season of Peter Capaldi. No, I I am up to date on Doctor Who. (sighs) And see, this was this this was an item that I picked for the guy that usually sits right there, (laughs) that just decided to get sick for some reason. Fuck you, Kyle. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's just like fuck you. No, he's not watching this. He's like, I'm not here. I don't need to listen to. Um, (laughs) What? Anyway, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, gonna nerd out a little bit. Yeah. Because Time Lords have um, regenerated into different genders. It's not like this was the first no, time. No, the that master did it. <laughs> well, yeah, and but even before and before you had Missy, like in the the like they they did regenerate into different genders. So it's not like this was total this wasn't out of the realm out of, of nowhere Who. no i mean every time the doctors come back he wanted to be a ginger now, <laughs> if you want to talk about the script writing yeah. during this current doctor who that's a whole nother issue because it's yeah. absolutely awful but anyways yeah. that's not what this news story <laughs> no. is so nick fletcher has said that quote-unquote female replacements in shows like doctor who were robbing boys of good role models <laughs> Oh, sir. So the only shows that I'm exist sorry. in Apparently, England are Doctor only Who, Doctor <laughs> only Doctor Who. In the next item, he's going to say something about Peaky Blinders, which ooh, Peaky Blinders is good. That's good, and uh, Killian Murphy's. <gasps> I love him. He's so one much. of my favorite actors because he's a fucking chameleon. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he disappears I into yeah. roles. I love him so much. And he, one of my favorite clips is when he he comes in and he's like, "No fighting." No fighting, and like people have reused this meme where he's talking to all the people in his group. No fighting, no fighting. And the one guy comes in, he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And like he just beats the shit out of the guy. And they use it for like the anarchists, anarchists uh-huh. talking to this different anarchist group. And then the anarcho anarchist comes into the room and they beat the shit out of him because there's no goddamn thing. Is <laughs> a fucking an- anarcho an- shit and cap words anarcho capitalist. Sorry, anarcho capitalist. My bad. Yeah. And caps. You know, right the, the yellow and black. Yeah. So, God damn it. I, 
I like to Murray watch. Rothbard. I like to watch BBC, mm-hmm. and um, I seem to remember more than two shows. <laughs> there's a lot of new. Sh- I, there's a lot of shows with I guy characters. Like... In it. you can watch Torchwood. <laughs> John Barrowman. John Barrowman's near and dear to my heart. I love that man. I love that man. So Kyle much. has had run-ins with him. Oh. So <laughs> oh. he, yeah. Not to mention you have. He's beautiful. Every other doctor. <laughs> you got. You got. How many years of <laughs> Doctor Who to reference where there was a male doctor? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I, I, <clears throat> Is there oh any wonder God. we are seeing so many young men committing crime? I don't know. Maybe because your country's going through goddamn Brexit well, and the fact yeah. that the jobs are non-existent and the fact yeah. that any jobs that you can get are not being paying very well. So it's almost like. You've you've rigged the system to fuck over your entire populace, and now all of a sudden everybody's just like, oh, we're seeing a lot more crime. Gee, I wonder fucking why. Well, (laughs) these are the same people. Because the sun is finally set on the British Empire. What what causes crime? Poverty. Well, these are are the same people that uh, claim that video games causes crime. I think there might be something in this one about that, too. uh, We'll find out here in a second. But yeah, it's... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway, he asked other members of parliament taking part in a debate on International Men's Day, which was, was, I think. Wait, wait, wait. International Men's Day? Yeah, it was last week. It was last week. It was was something. seriously an International Men's Day. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that every day? It should be. That's what I thought. But it was a, I think something funny happened during that day where I was just like, well, that's ironic. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, so his comments were met with surprise by Labor Party chair Annalise Dodds, who said that she thought she had misheard him. <laughs> the reason boys turned to a life of crime was far more complex than who should be the next 007, she said. Which, if you did not see the most recent James Bond. Do they pass the torch? Are they passing the torch on to or no? We don't know. Oh. No, she... So... Well, I don't want to do this. Well, it's I don't, been I don't, out for a while. So it's a fucking 007 so movie. Spoilers. Guess what's going to happen? Well, so she, <laughs> so he retires, right? Yeah. So she's the she's the new 007. The new 00. Okay. He comes back and he takes back 00 from her. 7 at the end of the movie, but he dies. So oh, okay. we don't know what's going to happen. It doesn't sound like they're going to have a female 007, though. No. Oh. But she's a because badass. of fucking she's internet internet chuds out there getting mad about this I whole know. thing. God yeah. damn it! So anyway, later Mr. Fletcher tweeted a statement saying that his rather nuanced point. It's not nuanced What's if you're just ma- if you're mad about gender swapping. That's not a nuanced position to have there, buddy. <laughs> that there were increasingly fewer male role models for young boys had been misconstrued. The, West, the Westminster Hall debate led by Fletcher discussed numerous issues facing men, especially attainment in school and the ability to discuss mental health problems. You're sounding like a MGTOW here, buddy. <laughs> Mr. Fletcher also listed some statistics, including the fact that male suicide rates are three times higher than women and that 96 of people in prison, uh, 96% of people in prison are men and boys. That's why you need the feminism, guys. Look at what you just said. Like, yes. that's the problem. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, feminism is for the guys, too. It's to get yeah. us out of those systems where most of us are in prison. Well, most of us are in the military. Most of us are, well, you know, suicide not, rates. Yeah, you know? I, I hate. Oh, oh. 
I hate that people think that feminism is that men that women we're gonna shit on men. Men. Yeah. That's not like it's talking about making things equal. And, it's and making really, a system feminism, equality. <laughs> feminism, yeah, is bigger than that. It's non-binary. It doesn't right. matter your gender. Like no. gender is not the thing that feminism is. It's not the thing. I mean, it was branding that happened like in the fifties yeah, and sixties. You know, yeah, yeah. Because again, like, well, and even like when he's saying about talking about mental health, it is more mainstream now to talk about mental health than it. Ever, ever has, has been, been. Yeah. like and then we have so much more to do but how many of my friends i see on twitter all the time like remember to take your meds yeah you know talk to somebody yeah. reach out if you need it you know so it's like but but by reinforcing um this this perception that they can't talk about it you're making the problem worse right like you <laughs> should be like you're contributing to them not talking because now you're making them feel more the reason you're, the they reason you're not a real man is because yeah. the doctor is a woman. <laughs> yeah. So he oh, says that rock. he has said that there's been a creeping narrative that males have it easy. Life is a breeze and they have nothing to complain about. Nobody oh has said any of those three things. These are like the critical race theory people. <laughs> These are the CRT people. The oh, anti-CRT people. It's the systems. <laughs> no, the fact is like most the reason that we have the we live in a patriarchal society means that guys, you're gonna have the shit jobs because you've put yourself in the the fucking chamber of being the person that's gonna have to do the shit job because you won't let ladies come in and work yeah. alongside you and do the work with you. Well, mm -hmm. women can't lift as much as other bitch. Have you met some women? <laughs> well, and I've met ladies. My gym, okay? you know. <laughs> Well, in body the fucking sexual dimorphism fucking yeah, argument that I yeah. I got God damn it I hate that so much like just because someone's flooded with testosterone versus estrogen doesn't mean they don't have the same goddamn muscle mass you know no. guy we're not talking like every dude is yoked you know, nope I've met a lot of cat boys you know? well and here's the thing if you stop if you stop reinforcing the the gender norms right yeah you get innovation and when you get innovation there's not this need for so much for this physical labor and like all that stuff. Yeah. Like if you, if you normalize, <laughs> if you normalize that it doesn't matter, then that increases innovation, which increases productivity and blah, 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 blah. Which, which, which this guy's like, Oh God, shut up. woman! Get back in the kitchen. Make me a sandwich. Me. Bullshit that he would do. He's you probably know? like, I'll bet you like the 13th doctor. <laughs> I hate these people so much. <laughs> yeah, I you know mean, what? I liked Missy too, and she was a villain. Mm -hmm. Which oh, she's amazing. The guy needs to. The guy needs to look at Ms. Olympia. He <laughs> should watch. He should watch Doom Patrol. That would blow his mind. God damn it! Right. <laughs> if he doesn't like Doctor Who. But he added, "It is clear that life is tough for many men and young boys, and your way of doing it is keeping it that way." You being yeah. the staunch, we're not going to let ladies be characters in the shows because we're mad about it, even though we had 12 other doctors before this one, including John Hurd. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> plus the war doctor. Yeah. You not letting other people play in your universe is, is one of the goddamn reasons that like a lot of people are just going like, you're missing the goddamn point here, man. You're missing yes. it entirely. Life is tough for many young, young men and boys. Do better. 
do more to get them out of that situation instead of being a member of parliament in the yeah. fucking middle of middle of whatever it is you're doing parliamenting talking about fictional tv characters do more well in the try. fact I, I have to ask is, is, is this the member of parliament the uh, british version of um ted cruz it, oh, it's God. what it sounds like does he have a beard <laughs> I, I didn't see well, it but. it's like it's you're missing the point of privilege and what privilege is and until you understand that and you recognize what privilege is yeah because he says and many yeah. of our boys in schools are far from privileged Uh, Do we, we don't need to go down that road because we've done it for six goddamn years on the show. <laughs> he attacked the phrase. Felicia, I can just hear Felicia right now. Screaming right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He attacked the phrase toxic masculinity used to describe the pressure on men to stick to traditional no, views of how they should not act. that is not what toxic masculinity is. <laughs> Saying that it vilified men and led them to feeling worthless. No. It makes it's fellow dudes it bagging the, on the other dude yeah, for like liking other stuff, men you know, and the other females I'm, and I, other genders that are the ones. It's the ladies going, "Oh, what are you going to cry that now, feel, baby?" That you feel know, worthless because of how the toxic, how they are made to feel like they're not being macho or guy enough, yeah, you know, kind yeah. of thing. But that see, see, he's totally contradicting himself. He doesn't he says understand that, any of this. But then he's also saying, "Well, they can't talk about." Mental health, da, da, da. like yeah, toxic masculinity leads to the fact that guys can't talk about mental health. Understand what toxic masculinity? <laughs> they don't. They re this guy definitely doesn't. No. And then he turned to the cultural sphere. Is he talking about gazing at orbs? I don't. I don't know. That's been the the, the topic I've seen a lot on Twitter this week. <laughs> How do you ponder your orb? Anyway, uh, <laughs> claiming it shared the blame for its rise in male violence. Oh. No, he said everywhere there seems to be a call from a tiny but very vocal minority that every male character or good role model must have a female replacement. These are the people really? getting mad at She-Hulk without realizing that she's been a that character for 40 fucking character. years. <laughs> well, and here's the well, thing. Well, what it's about like, Supergirl, for Christ's sake? Well, and they're... Oh, it's so frustrating because by by keeping this Wonder the narrative Woman? and this the focus, <laughs> you're not looking at the real cause for the increase in crime and all of this, which is yeah. economics and political, has nothing to do with... No, this is like, look at the shiny culture. keys over here. Look at the yeah. shiny keys while we rob you Dr. fucking Dr. blind Dr. over Dr. here. We're going to raise your taxes. <sighs> we're going to take. We're gonna turn the NHS into a privatized thing instead yeah. of, you know... Yeah. That's yeah. what they're trying to do. Don't pay attention to what this hand is doing. So, yeah. this is misdirection. And he, he oh. finishes it off by saying, one only needs to look at the discussion <laughs> around who will play the next James Bond, he says. Which, if he'd seen the movie, he'd see what a badass she is, and that it would be like, oh, that would be awesome to see her. You know, you know what doesn't take physical strength? Shooting someone with a gun. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, James <laughs> Bond, James Bond is about ex, brains, you know, like outsmarting. A Walther P7 doesn't fucking like kick back that much, man. No. <laughs> anyway, he goes on. But he said he went further than 007, adding, in recent years, we've seen Doctor Who, Ghostbusters. Hey, just a reminder that the I can't say anything about the Ghostbusters because I don't want to ruin the third act. I'm just saying Luke Skywalker, which has not been replaced with the no. woman. Luke was the character and he was a force ghost. Ray just happened to be a descendant of this of of the Palpatines. Well, and it was one female character and you still had all the other male characters. Ray Ray yeah. Ray had Poe and he and she had um uh 
Ky- Kylo Ren doesn't Ky- really count, but you know. Well, he does though. Poe Dameron. You yeah. had uh, fuck. I'm Finn. blanking on this. Vin. Vin. There you go. You had you had multiple fucking guy characters okay. supporting. I want to know? know what gender BB-8 is then. <laughs> BB-8 non-binary and ver- <laughs> fucking vocal about it. You know. <laughs> I love BB. All replaced by women and. And men are left with the craze and Tommy Shelby from Peaky Blinders again. again he just that, so. shows how ignorant he is with these comments. Are you, you're just talking about shows you watch here, buddy. You know, as it into one, we're seeing so many young men committing crime. He said uh, the S&P Gavin News, uh, Newlands said that he thought the reboot of the Equalizer. Mother Queen Latifah. Oh. Who cares? Queen Latifah. Yeah. It's good. Do whatever she <laughs> I mean, wants. she's bad. I haven't seen. I haven't she's watched it. She's a. You don't want to mess with her. He said that he thought the reboot of The Equalizer. This is a Gavin Newlands. I have no idea who this guy is. He said he thought it was positive. This different guy. Um, speaking in the debate, he criticized the concept of International Men's Day altogether, calling it a rather cruel joke concocted in response to feminism, women's rights, and International Women's Day. So I guess this is the guy going against him. He's not a Tory. He's part of the SNP. Mm. who we're talking about gavin newlands uh mr fletcher challenged him saying that the government should be helping men be proud to be men rather than feeling awful about their gender so they don't have critical race theory because they've already decided that hey we were we were fucking racist (laughs) they're never gonna fucking admit to their uh, imperialist past at all you know (laughs) well uh, see but it's one of those things just where it's using, like just using the phrase "proud to be um to be men." Proud to be blank. That's the problem. <laughs> Why does it have to be about gender? Can't you just be proud of who this, you are? This smacks of you know what we have it here in America, where it's like proud to be white yes. kind of thing. It's like where's the oh. White History Month? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, every yeah. day, every yeah. day. Is well, white history according month. to according to Jesse Lee Peterson, it's July. Oh, you know, Jesse <laughs> <Lee> <laughs> so anyway. But while Mr. Newland said he had sympathy with the viewpoint, he added that first, we need men in general to take responsibility for what men have done and continue to do, including making misogynistic comments or or committing violence against women. As soon as men, and I'm using this a very general term, I'm going to, until, I should say, until female, uh, any female gender or non-binary gender can walk to their car at night without putting keys in between their fingers then we can then we can talk how about all those unprocessed rape kits you know there's lots of stuff there's a whole lot to it. i have to park under a light like and i'm in utah like but i didn't always live here right i used to live in vegas and stuff so and i've never thought twice about going on a night run or anything like that i would never night walk but not me i I wouldn't go i wouldn't i don't even i wouldn't even go walk my dog after dark without my husband goddamn just because you don't know so it's like so you have to acknowledge these things you can't sweep things like that under the rug because of the the history of it right you've created it's it's there you have to acknowledge that it's there and move on from that point right yeah so with this guy making a a bad argument he kind of he had to he had to come back on social media to clarify something he's like after his speech gained attention mr fletcher released a statement on twitter saying his point in no way linked doctor who being female to crime being committed by men it did though didn't it (laughs) except except he said that female replacements like doctor who were robbing boys of good role models and the lack of good role models 
Is, is is there any wonder why we're seeing so many young men committing crime? Because all the good role models are taken and Peaky Blinders is the only other show on the BBC that these kids who they shouldn't be watching the show as kids. So lack of male role models is your A. Yeah. <laughs> crime is your B. <laughs> a plus B. <laughs> equals Peaky equals. Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to, to finish this off here, he says, um, uh, in no I in no way linked Doctor Who with being female, the crime being committed. I said the part. He said, the teachers, parents, and, car- and car- carers, oh, carers, okay, need to teach young men and boys that males can make a positive difference. You should be teaching that anybody can make a difference. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just the boys can make no, a difference, you know? Anybody. Well, what does that mean? But if you're talking to boys, it's like, they're trying to say, you don't have to feel bad for being a young man. <laughs> Your gender is not a curse against you. you know, I, I don't know. This makes no sense to me. Yeah. This, this is him making a straw man argument. And you're like, yeah. you see this character I created out of straw? I'm going to fight it now. You know, it's like, no, nobody said anything Wicker about man, this. man, light it on fire. <sighs> bees. Always bees. <laughs> the bees. <laughs> Promoting this can be done through various means, including through films and programs. Don't rely on pop culture to raise your children. Yeah, that's your... <laughs> D- don't do that. Don't let your kids play mature rated video games, goddammit. Yes! Don't let them watch rated R movies until you know that they can handle the subject matter. And you know what? Even if you do, talk about it. Talk about it! Don't yes. just... Do you know how much discussion I had to have then- after the Matrix? <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Where where my kid was questioning reality, and I'm yeah. like, it's good to have these questions. Yes, but here's the thing: if you didn't, if you don't notice a difference between what this reality is versus the next one, is there such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. like you don't know any better whether you're actually here or if you're a brain in a vet. Yeah, if you're experiencing reality, this is reality. Yep. <laughs> Even that's, if it's not, goddamn it, that's so frustrating. These are these are like the people. Uh, like when um, I, hate I did, I did, a, I did a paper years ago in psychology talking about uh, the internet and people blaming the internet when it became for popular yeah. for everything, and then uh, studying. So basically, they said the same thing with rock and roll, yeah. same thing oh. with TV, and also same thing with cars, because young people were now going somewhere, making out and having sex mm. in cars. Because they could do so, they could do these things away from home. Yeah, so but like, I think I could link a one to one between rise of white supremacism <laughs> versus you know. Yes, but it, but it's like it's like the same kind of thing. Like you're blaming pop culture. Yeah. For your of, shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the same fucking panic this, that we had is, with the Comics Code Authority yeah. that came into being because oh, yeah. you know. this is this is not anything new. It's it's Just history. The old thing itself. with the seduction of the innocent book and the guy yeah. testifying before Congress about it. Yeah. And he says, yet something not often discussed is that the only characters that boys with no good male role model see in their lives on television and online are increasingly criminal. See, that's a totally different issue. And that's a red herring, too. You know, yeah, that's, that, that, that has. I bet you you could find a one to one, you know? Yeah. Because I bet you anything previously to what he noticed here is that most of the criminals and stuff were people of color before that, where. They were just like without it. We know that probably (laughs) where he's coming from. Yeah, because yeah, because it's making the assumption. Is there any wonder why cops isn't on TV anymore? Boys (laughs) have to have a good role model. A yeah, a good male role model. A 
The MP added, I do not link a Doctor Who who being female to crime being committed by men. Fuck you. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. In fact, yeah. I was making a statement that boys and young men also need positive role models. Why is a female Doctor Who not a positive role model? Yeah. Well, in Doctor Why? Who especially, like they embrace non-binary. <laughs> Doctor they Who. Embrace yeah, try fucking try locking a goddamn Gallifreyan down for anything. Yeah, you know? they like that's that's the bit. So so the reason why Doctor Who has even the has, Daleks has have been good guys yeah, before. Like, God it has damn it, continued is because they they purposefully they play with their yeah. social issues. Yeah. In a non-confrontational way. It's the same thing that Star Trek did when it came out. Yeah. It's like that's their avenue like you had, you had for Frank their Gorshin. social commentary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing the black with the white face. And then you had the other guy playing the white with the yeah. black face. You yeah. know. Go all the way back to Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. I love Twilight The Monsters on Mulberry Street. Or was it? Is that the yeah. name of that yes. one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We had to read that one in, in English class oh as a play. Gosh. That was great. So, I love Twilight Zone. Okay, so let's see. Uh, the last little paragraph on this one. International Men's Day began began is celebrated on 19th November in 60 countries, according to the organizers. In the UK, there are debates and get-togethers held across the country. The idea is to promote male role models, increase awareness of men's health issues, and improve gender equality and highlight discrimination. I'm okay with, you know, improving gender equality. That's great. Highlight discrimination. Absolutely. And men's health issues are somewhat separate from females. So yeah. the, the, I mean, not even just male and female. If you wanted to talk about like the fact that, yes, you have a higher suicide rate in guys. There's lots of stuff you could talk about there as improving that whole thing. There's there's a lot more other stuff you have. The, the, well, the, how about, know, so there are real when I was a shittier person and I was quickly becoming an MRA, you know, yeah. There were actually a lot of goddamn things that make sense, and there is they can be a, a fixed via feminism. Well, let's say okay. like like so the, the court about, system, like the court system, yeah. how they're typically going to give custody to moms versus dads, yeah, because fucking they're stacked. The thinking that women are the the yeah. sole caregivers, you know, and, well, then and it's when you have relationships like my wife and I, where it's divided yep. goddamn evenly about a lot of stuff. Sure. I don't have as much of a rigid schedule as they do, but well, and when you're so, so do the rearing when you're looking, <laughs> when you're looking at men's health issues, I yeah. think that should include mental health. Right. And mm -hmm. the, um, so I'm a huge mental health advocate and I've done a lot of research on suicide. Right. Yeah. So, and I've gone to a bunch of conferences and seminars, blah, 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 blah. But, um, the biggest, the highest, a group of people that commit suicide are men yeah. over the age of like 75. And that all comes back to toxic masculinity because mm -hmm. now they feel like they can't take care of people. They feel like they have no purpose. They're worthless is what they feel like because yeah. they don't have the family to take care of. They don't have a job that they have to do. So it's like, there's a lot to it. Those it's are the nuanced. things that you need to talk about. Right. Yeah. And so, and the other thing is the impact of all the budget cuts that started under prune face Reagan that cut out a lot of the safety net, especially yeah. you saw the big spike in homelessness when Section 8 assistance was just annihilated. Yeah. Yep. And then before that, Reagan just simply closed all the closed mental institutions and busted and unions the and mother, many yeah. other things. So uh, we had a comment out there that said, is this male replacement theory because they can't call it white replacement? <laughs> good point. Very good point. And that's a Probably. good point. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. 
don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Now oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass That is a good place for us to bring this to a merciful close, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Uh, that does it for us this week. Many thanks to Brooke and for Joe for joining us this week. Uh, now is the point where I have to give you a second to plug anything if you need to plug it. Anything? I haven't done a goddamn thing online. In the, I've been playing a lot of video games. <laughs> you, yeah. you can see me on, on Twitter as the 3D Zandy Regent. There you go. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't do a lot on Twitter. It's more Instagram. I like my Mental Health Monday stuff and pictures of my dog. <laughs> if you like an adorable old man dog. <laughs> I think I'm Hepcat BLM. Yep, that's the on Instagram. Hep- also, I think that's everything. So, like when the internet first came out, like that was my email address. <laughs> so Hepcat BLM <laughs> for everything. But I do do Mental Health Mondays. So either I write a blog article or I just post something every Monday. To and promote with, talking about mental health. And with any luck, you'll be seeing Brooke more on the show. Yep. One of those things where, as we face it this week, where we have no Kyle from being <laughs> sick and Felicia from having to do family shit, yeah. we need more We need more outcasts. So if you're out there and you, uh, you fancy yourself a fan of the show and you think you could do what I do, or at the very least what Kyle does. What does Kyle do? It's a solid burn right there. That was great. <laughs> Kyle? Kyle? You're not here to defend yourself. You're not here to defend yourself, man. I'm going to give you the hardest goddamn time as I possibly Your can. Your beautiful so. hair can only get you so far. <laughs> so anyway, I need to remind folks that if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out there. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. Head on over to patreon.com slash Outcast for more. Find us on the new YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash, uh, let's see, Utah Outcasts Official. And find us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash Utah Outcasts. We do this broadcast every Saturday night at 8 p.m. until it's midnight right now. So, is it really? <laughs> oh, it yep. is. And wow. so we're going to do a little bit more for the patrons out there, and then we're going to call it good. But you get at least a solid four hours out of us every fucking week, <laughs> man. <sighs> anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll check you, we'll catch up with you next week. Um, I don't have anything else really to say, but it's time to bring episode number 366 to a merciful close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. <laughs> and nobody Bye else y'all. is here to say their goddamn sign off, so they're not getting it from me. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, hit me Kyle up on hit, hit, hit me up on Twitter. Yeah, Kyle Sick. Uh, All nice. right, we're out of here, guys. We'll see you.
All right, folks, thank you for listening to the entire show. I really do appreciate you spending the time every single week listening to the show. And I want to thank those patrons out there because I didn't do it last week. I ran out of editing time and I forgot to get to it. My apologies. So let's go ahead and fix that right now by thanking Andrea Brooks, Becky Scott Fairley, Bethany Ring, CPT Miller 132, Hugh Robinson, James Russell, Cash Framke, Nate Smith, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Ruby Rockatansky, Susan Turpin, The Godless Revolution, Tim Smith, Winter Solstice 93, Arizona Atheists, Azozio, Ben Roberts, Evil Loch Ness, Divine Disbelief, Dr. Rick Boddicker, Elcor 420, Gary Gerfin, Gina, Glenn Alvis, Henry Hutanen, Hylian Monkeys, J.LX2, Keith Young, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lada Nilsson, Mark Cecil, Michael Murphy, Rob Foster, Ryan Stevenson, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, and Jason Reed. And then we have Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Bitewise Marissa, Cecilia Antonio, Corey Vanderpool, G Space RX, Hellbound Hillbilly, J Karen Sheets, Lady Kiva Lagos is my spirit guide, Mary Dunlop, Michael Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Angus Fier Draco Fergus, just ruined that entire name right there, sorry man, Ray, Rude Ass Yankee, Rosabelle Howden, Terry Tryon, The Custodial Humanist, Tinfoil Hat Society, a noble spirit and biggins the smallest man, a perfectly cromulent statement, Anwin Davies, Bob K, Fire Shard, Jean Rayen, Michael Lundgren. Oh, so this is how you change your name. Peter Magnuson, Philip Anderson, Stephen Andrus, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, Grand Priapism, Joseph, Peter Hockley, Philip Jessup, and Just Southern Atheist Gentlemen, and finally, Pedro Escobar. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the show. You really do make it all worthwhile. Um, I'm going to cut you loose because I've got a lot more stuff to get done before I can get to bed. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the show, and I will catch you next week with another one. But until then, have a great week, everybody.